Good morning. Welcome to Tech Interrupt, here with your hosts, Annabelle and Zahabia. In this episode of Tech Interrupt, we're going to be discussing digitalizing corporate software and the company Palantir. As one of the earliest modes of intercontinental transportation, merchant ships carry the responsibility for exporting goods and 90% of world trade. Since 1972, dominant player of shipbuilding, South Korea's Hyundai Heavy Industries Group, has recently taken the industry by storm, announcing its application of Palantir's foundry operating system. In other words, Palantir's solution to digitalizing corporate software. It's providing an unconventional approach to modernizing the shipping mechanisms and logistics. Digitization is the conversion of data from analog to digital. For example, the conversion of handwritten paper documents to PDF documents via scanning allows a physical piece of data to be digitalized and converted into a digital form. A slightly different term, Digitalization refers to the application of technology to automate and enhance current business processes, allowing the business to make better corporate decisions. For example, digitalization is seen in introducing an automatic and electronic registration system for products. Along with development, there has obviously been the rise of corporate software. This particular term refers to any set of computer programs used by businesses to perform various business functions and processes. In terms of digital transformation, its definition is still quite up in the air today. While being quite ambiguous and up for interpretation, it is generally seen as the use of technology to reorient current digital business processes and to create new ones. Palantir is bidding for a $360 million NHS contract, with plans to buy up smaller companies that already work with the service. As one of the world's largest employers, access to NHS databases would be access to not only employee data, but patient health records. As we all know, in this day and age, data is extremely valuable, which could explain the motivations. Palantir was already used by the NHS in their COVID-19 relief efforts. The haste in which the deal was made was criticized by the public for a lack of transparency. Contrary to social sentiment, Med Confidential's Phil Booth commented that Foundry as a piece of software is entirely competent. Med Confidential is a British data privacy campaign organization. With Booth's lack of concern for unauthorized people accessing patient data also ceasing to claim that it would be suicidal for Foundry. His statements suggest critics' concerns are cynical and unfounded. It should be noted, though, that he note how the UK should work towards building their own software rather than relying on foreign companies. Concerns for Palantir's potential involvement in the NHS also stems from ethical concerns. As British lawmaker David Davis voiced that tech companies with a history of supporting mass surveillance, assisting in drone strikes, immigration raids, and predictive policy, must not be placed in the heart of NHS. It's evident that Palantir can be forced for good on the international landscape. However, their role in Afghanistan shows potential controversy. Palantir was used widely to track civilians in Afghanistan in a bid to spot terrorists. Hours of footage were sent to Palantir to sift through and decipher. 
It could identify people through trends when they were still anonymous to the U.S. military. Ultimately, it was used to then track any suspects and eliminate them with drone strikes. Now, Palantir's role in Afghanistan is evident of how warfare is changing our modern age. Moreover, it has developed beyond a cyber level where the rules have been made unclear. Unless you go out of your way to read a website's cookies policy or terms and conditions, you most likely would not know if a company is using Palantir software to collect and decipher your data. For instance, it would not be surprising if companies like Palantir already have immense amounts of data on any Gen Z. We are the most frequent users of the internet, often ignoring cookie pop-ups and just pressing accept. Of course, we should trust that companies protect our data well, but without reading the fine prints, there's just no way of knowing. Each of us has a digital footprint and hence a digital file. How we behave is now some of the most valued products out there. We ought to be more cautious, less large data softwares like Palantir begin to control our actions online through their predictions. This may sound rather big brother and conspiratorial, but it is already happening to a certain degree. Think ads that we see, how and what products are put forward to us. All of our browsers are carefully curated to the individual. So in this day and age, it's quite impossible for users to truly and fully understand or consent to data collection, as there are so many aspects of the user's lives that businesses are collecting. For example, the purchase of a Samsung TV signifies the buyer's consent to the company's various data collection methods, such as voice and face recognition. Samsung in particular has manual warnings for the user to be aware if their spoken words include personal or other sensitive information, that information will be among the data captured and transmitted to a third party. When, in fact, the buyer has never truly understood and consented to this form of data collection. Digitization means that massive amounts of consumer and client data are being recorded and collected every day by businesses. It attracts malicious and bad faith attention and hence is susceptible to potential leakage of sensitive data. In terms of the practical integration to society, McKinsey and Company states how due to COVID restrictions, businesses are forced to digitize in order to accommodate for the shift in consumption patterns. Much more consumption is happening online, for example, than physical. The global proportion of digital consumer interactions has gone up from 36% since December 2019 to 58% only in July 2020. The dramatic increase in digital consumer-based interactions in such a short stretch of time signify that mass digitization of businesses will still continue to happen in the future. A plausible practical period to successful integration would probably only take five to 10 years to say the least. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for tuning in to this tech interruption.